Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. All right. Let's go. Everybody do your vocal exercises. Oh, you are. speak well. There. Isn't there like a tongue twister they say too? Top of the teeth, tip of the tongue, top of the teeth, tip of the tongue. Yeah. That one? I, I, the Human I, I, Torch I, was denied a bank loan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from me, reporting from my couch, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Are we going to do this every time? Every time you leave us? Yes. <laughs> every That's... time you abandon us and, and go off and be successful and... Do you wrote that? Yes, this will happen every time, Timothy. Okay, I just want to make sure that my expectations are set at a reasonable level. Mm-hmm. Also, hi, Internet. <laughs> uh, are you feeling better? Feeling feeling all right now? I, I don't know. Was I feeling bad before? Uh, I don't know, but you made me feel awful. <laughs> That's fair. No. <laughs> okay. I'm a cold-hearted <laughs> bastard. I have no emotion. Uh, no, but I think before we, we do anything on this podcast, we have to address uh, some, some, some other... Uh, very sad news that we got uh, just last night. Um, bad news, and this was this was sent to us from uh, question compiler Mary O'Brien because apparently the Brose questions email address uh, was was uh, sent some 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 very unfortunate news about a friend of the show uh, from Carl Olaf Boveng, uh, who is emailing from Peter Bang at ple- dot plesner at gmail dot com. <laughs> I am Carl Carl Olaf Boveng advocate contacting you in respect of richard questions parentheses late please get back to me for more details so we received this on wednesday so uh, you know disconcerting for sure um but then we got a a second email regarding uh, another another tragedy for the the questions family from jason allen uh, this email is regarding a claim that you have been certified as a beneficiary of an estate and resources wealth of my late craig questions (laughs) As this matter is urgent, I look forward to hearing from you as soon as possible to be enlightened on how to claim your benefits from Jason W. Allen. Uh, So, Rich, very sorry to hear that, A, you changed your name. Um, (laughs) B, that you're no longer with us, and B, that your close uh, confidant 
and possible family member Craig uh, has also uh, sadly perished from this earth at, at far too early an age. Look, I'm still going to come back from the beyond and be on the show. It's mm-hmm. just as I, he is doing now. Yeah. yeah. Spooky. Uh, uh, but like uh, Ooh, full disclosure, you I guys had... should be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I had a minor existential crisis last night when we got those emails. Yeah, because I read it as like question or for the passing of Richard. Questions. Do you Not... have any questions about how Rich died? Yeah, like questions about Richard dying. And any I'm questions? Like... He's dead. And I was just like, wait, what is Mary trying to say? What the hell is going on here? She hopes you die. Mary also said, yeah, it was condolences on the passing of rich questions. And then the follow-up email was like, very sorry to hear about the entire questions family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was was it. Yeah, we generally do try to make a good faith effort to not read the questions or the emails in advance. But I can completely understand when you get an email that's like, oh, rich is dead. Yeah. If you're rich. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, is this like some weird birthday joke? Or (laughs) Severe condolences. And uh, so, so honestly, again... A sad day all around for for many for the, reasons. For the questions, family. for the questions, family. Uh, welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, uh, among many places uh, where fine podcasts are bought and sold. That you can find our show. Uh, this is the second session, uh, second round of questions that we're going to review here during the fiftieth session of Brose. And if you've listened to our show before, you know that the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying uh, delicious, crisp, refreshing, fruity, uh, and definitely not dead glasses of rosé. Uh, so if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosé questions, uh, the one surviving member of the questions family, brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. They really do need to put that in the, uh, the write-up. It's like <laughs> Carl and... Uh, and Richie are survived by their cousin, Qu- uh, Brozeg. <laughs> uh, before we get to the questions, let's discuss what we are drinking. Uh, Rich, since you are here on borrowed time from Satan, uh, maybe tell us uh, what, what you're drinking today. Yeah, my energy levels can only sustain me for about another hour and a half or so. So I got to get started and going in on this. I am drinking for my birthday session a Down East uh, cider. It's an unfiltered craft cider. I'm drinking the double blend this time. So it's doubly as strong, apparently. I haven't even taken a sip yet. So. Okay, let's uh, let's get let's get a live reaction on this. What do you think so far? It's good. I like it. It's good. It's do you, good. Does it taste double? Um, it tastes about the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tim, what are you drinking? There's a different bottle in front of you today, or in, in the today, which is one week after the last session that we recorded. Uh, I didn't open it yet because I'm still finishing the second glass I had poured myself during last episode oh. of uh, the Moe and Shandon Imperial Rosé, which mm-hmm. is delicious yeah so i guess my experience is that cheap cheap champagne gives me heartburn but expensive champagne is just fucking great Mm. that's my takeaway okay um but later in this episode when i switch i will be drinking 19 crimes cali rosé which is a snoop dog (laughs) uh (laughs) wine and literally just it's got like his snoop signature on it it's got his pretty face on the front and then uh, just talking about how he's an innovator and a bunch of other things on the back. It's a good soup impression read. there. Literally just like walking down the aisle, Ooh. I saw Snoop Dogg's face on a bottle. I was like, Err? Dude, that man can sell anything. <laughs> I would buy anything that had Snoop's face on it. Like yeah. almost anything. At least once, yeah. Uh, uh, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking M.A. Roquesant, uh Cote de Provence Rosé, and it is still very good. It's just nice summer rosé. 
Okay. And it's a little bit warm in here, so it's working out for me. It's kind of how I feel about what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Hesketh Wild at Heart Rosé uh, from the Limestone Coast. Uh, and it is a is definitely a lighter, crispy, uh, crispy, <laughs> delicious rosé. Uh, crispy crunchy? Yeah, crispy crunchy, <laughs> peanut buttery rosé. Uh, it is, uh, so I said the what last time. The who on the back of the bottle is the Hesketh family. Three generations, four children, one feral cat, two dogs, four chooks? C-H-O-O-K-S? Is that type of animal i don't know uh one big mortgage uh <laughs> so got in uh some Orlando. one big mortgage <laughs> uh so it is it is good rosé it is light crisp refreshing uh as sean indicated perfect for summer tim nice you have our uh our second round of questions right i do are we ready for questions i think we are all right question numero uno which is the extended my spanish from Tess Riley. Hola, me llamo es Tim. What? <laughs> no hablo. Yeah. Uh, which Olympic sport would you want to participate in? Sean. I'd like to participate in uh, luge. Mm. That seems like the one that I could All do. Right. I could All do right. the, I could do well, or mm. at least it'd be, it seems so much fun. You're flying down that thing, going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> And it's the, like, the least amount of physical effort. Like, there's sure. a lot of mental, I assume, like a lot of mental fortitude that you have to have to be able to navigate those turns at breakneck speeds. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's that's it for me, dog. Getting just, down those sleds. <laughs> just firing down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rich. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Olympic sports. Uh, is is video gaming one of them? Like I know they were trying to at one no. point, but breakdancing is going to be one in the next Olympics. In Are Paris. you kidding me? Nope. Breakdancing you know in the Olympics in Paris. I'm bringing it on. Yeah. Oh no, that's a cheerleading movie. <laughs> that is. That uh, is. But you can you you can you bring it what? on if you want. I'll bring it on. I'll be in cheerleading if that's in uh, the Olympics. I also don't think that's in the Olympics, but I wouldn't mind seeing it in the Olympics. <laughs> All right. Olympic. So we got Olympic. So Rich has picked two events that aren't currently <laughs> in the Olympics that he's going to use as Olympic Go, sport. Come back to me. I got to think about this more. Uh, Tim, do you have anything in mind? I do. The biathlon in the Winter Olympics, okay. which is the official term for that cross country skiing and shooting. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Term. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> Logan Honeycutt and I had multiple extensive conversations about how we could be great competitors in this sport. You and hold on. So Logan is an old friend of ours from from downtown. You had multiple conversations about how you, how you two would be good yeah. competitors in the biathlon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which like looking on it now, it's the only one I would probably be even remotely sort of kind of competitive in, mm-hmm. except for the fact that having short legs in that event is probably a detriment mm-hmm. in the cross country skiing aspect of it. And I got some short ass fucking legs, mm-hmm. but I would. We got still- heart. But I'd still have fun. I got heart, and I don't quit. <laughs> I don't quit. And my country strength ain't gonna help me, but it's gonna fucking be there. Yeah. Well, they'll tell you what. I I'll will. T- I will fight till the last. The last bell is rung. I'm. 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 Do they do bells in the cross? I'm. 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 I'm gonna tell you what. You're gonna fit in just fine down there. It's gonna be great. Boy, um, I think. I guess basketball. Basketball is probably the, the the see the problem is, is that like 
I mean, obviously, it's the Olympics. Everybody's really fucking good at everything. There's no Olympic sport I could do and be competitive at. But basketball is the one that I at least have some skill in. So I guess I would do I would do the three x three. I would do that that three by three on three basketball tournament that we were talking about last time. Uh, because it's only 10 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, you preempted my follow up question like normal basketball or three by three? No, no, I can't do uh, the international The international game for, for Olympic basketball is just the full court stuff. I'm playing full court now as an intramural sport, and I'm like, I'm finally getting my win back after like five weeks. Like, it's it's finally like coming back to me a little bit. Like, I for Olympics, just give me just give me half court, like, we're back on the playground. Uh, three on three, which would be a little bit of a problem for me because I'm, I'm, I'm I'm better with more people on the court uh, to to help cover up any a speed deficiencies I might have, but uh, but yeah I would do that yeah let's say, you know six foot six foot three guy going up and trying to have a low post game in the Olympics why not uh, any any uh, backup potential Olympic sports for anybody I guess cheerleading if that's on the table yeah. now <laughs> get me count me in I I, I was looking up uh, like maybe any Winter Olympics ski slalom like. Mm. I can't really ski, but I wouldn't mind learning to ski, and I wouldn't mind trying to compete in that. I'm surprised you didn't pick curling, Tim. <laughs> That's my backup. <laughs> that, that, that'd be my backup, I don't, I don't get to I, shoot things in curling, but, like, damn, can I sweep. I, no. I'm so good at sweeping. I, I hate sweeping, so I'm not going to want to play curling. Yeah. yeah, like speed sweeping. <laughs> speed sweep. What's, what's next? All right, next up is what's your go-to dance move? <laughs> I don't know what the name for this is. Uh, but in, so Sean, Sean, okay, you, you were I'm doing. Tr- I'm it. trying to think. I'm okay. trying to think of what you got to act it out to figure out what the hell it's called if it has a name. I don't know if this has a name. It's just a dumb thing that I think uh my buddy Jeremy came up with in high school, uh where it's just you. <laughs> I can't. There's no name for it. It's, it's a series of moves. So you do like the like like a like you're chugging a choo choo train with your right hand three times and then you clap. And you do it with your left hand, two, three, clap, and then you do like a like you're casting a spell almost <laughs> with your left and right hand, and then you do that for a one and a two and a one, two, three, clap, and that gets you through uh, four measures of <laughs> a four by four dance song. I've never seen you do that. Uh, it's because because first of all, I don't dance that much. I, <laughs> I know because because look, being an adult is about knowing your limitations. But <laughs> but we've been to a few weddings together. I'm surprised you haven't seen me do this thing because I've definitely done it. Oh, then I clearly wasn't paying attention. Guarantee that I've done it at some point. Otherwise, I'm just I don't know moving and shaking. Yeah, get that jab. The shake, the yeah. shake, shimmy move. It's yeah, my, but I, that's like, my go-to. The shimmy. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a loser who goes out there and does the sprinkler. <laughs> Sean's shimmying and shaking. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm I'm kicking this one to Rich because I need the answer. Rich, Sweeten. There's there's two because one is always requested upon of me, uh-huh. and that's the Bernie. Okay. And the other one is I've danced very, very Elvis like, so I'm always twisting my legs and my hips when I dance. Very very sensual. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think it's very sensual, but it's still <laughs> like my my legs and hips are always going. Parents like back in the 50s would be furious. Probably. Yeah. All right, so you got the Bernie and the Elvis shake. Yeah, Sean, shimmy in and shake. As shaking. you drink your water, yeah, just I think just a general shimmy, just the Pat Benatar, like we are strong. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just the love is a battlefield. Yeah, just I just love is a battlefield <laughs> yeah. all around. Oh wait, hold on, I got I got another one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got very excited. There's two, 
There's two actually. These are the actual go-to moves because they're much more recent and they're from uh, from my old friend Keebway Lee. Uh, he has two that he did at Firefly Festival 2014 that I've kept with me to this day. My wife and I have both done it. One is the runaway segue, uh, which is just leaning back and holding your hands out as if you're On riding a, segue. a runaway segue. <laughs> and the other one <laughs> is just... We only call it the don't be mad because I'm doing me better than you doing you because it fits perfectly with that part of the song Sweatpants by Childish Gambino. And it's just looking up in the sky and like waving your hands around like like almost <laughs> like you're doing like the yeah. like wax on, wax off. I remember uh, that. Don't be mad because I'm doing me better than, than you, you doing, doing you. you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so that those are those are the two uh, two uh, dance moves that that the late great Keyway Lee left us with. That we still do on a regular basis. I uh, I did not realize that came from Key. That was Key, and that was I was that was he did them both during the Outcast show at Firefly. I, re- I remember I remember that it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sean, can you show us how you dance and don't mind the phone that's in my hand? <laughs> I'll show you how it later. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do Says that. Rich, off- who's been posting to socials like a madman for the last two weeks. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that off air. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other dance moves, or shall we move on? Uh, I mean, I haven't given it. A- Oh, you haven't given an answer? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, because I'm answer- I get to ask the questions. I'm putting myself last, much like you typically do when you ask questions. Typically do. I, wow. So, wow. Uh, yeah, nice. see? See? That's what you learn. I'm learning from you. Yeah, this I is know. Gonna be, this is going to be one of the last times that you uh, get to forget Tim. <laughs> In person, anyway. In person, at from, least. For my, for my heart, maybe it's better if I already did. <laughs> oh. All right. No, it's good. <laughs> Uh, so I, I guess my go-to dance move isn't really a dance move in and of itself. It's just that every time, uh, Bob Seger's old time rock and roll comes on, uh, my, my collar gets popped, tie goes around my head and my sunglasses get put on. And, and your I pants just, go off for some reason. <laughs> the, only the second time. Ah. But, uh, that, that came up yesterday at a pool party and they like played it within 20 minutes or half hour of me getting there. I'm like, I don't have a tie. This... <laughs> This Deadpool tank top does not have a color with which to pop, and my sunglasses are already on, so I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Who wanted you to dance? I will say, Apparently. not only did they play it, so we were at a, we were at a get- get-together yesterday, a pool party at a friend's house uh, out near Downingtown, and not only did they play it as, almost as soon as you got there, but they played it like twice in a row. Yeah, because it was just the one song, and it just looped the playlist of that one song. <laughs> and why wouldn't like, it be? It's like, are we just playing this until I dance? Because... Always, We're not there yet. It always gets you out on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if I have a particular go-to move. So much as just, I guess a lot of my dancing is with my shoulders and my arms, which my brother, which I never noticed until I went to my brother's wedding in Cancun. And he's just like, oh, man, you're a shoulder dancer. Let me introduce you to my boy. He's also a shoulder dancer. I'm like, how is that? Why is that a thing you categorize your friends by? <laughs> It's like you guys are gonna get along great, and we we did, but not because of our dancing ability. <laughs> so like I, I don't know, like I the feet, I feel like I'm just dumb, and it's just following the beat. It's just I, so the only other thing I could think to do is like arms and shoulders. <laughs> just yeah, like you're like you're getting ready for a heavyweight prize fight. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're a, yeah, you're like in Mortal Kombat idol yeah. animation. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I'm just like. Looking like I'm gonna knock somebody out at any given moment. God, I need seeing this. I need Sean as a character in like the new MK. <laughs> just doing that, like like if they did like a throwback to the old like models from like MK3 or whatever. It's like round one. It's like, <laughs> Turns out yeah. Sean is actually the next fighter to be released for Smash Brothers. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> 
Sean flings his frisbee into the arena. <laughs> and, and, and Nintendo found their best Mario Kart player and was just like, here yeah. you go. You're going to be in Smash Bros. <laughs> now. I mean, yeah. they already put Tekken in there in Final Fantasy. Why not a Sean? Why not a Sean? <laughs> yep. Uh, what What is next, Tim? All right, next question. What unique feature would your dream home have? Bidets in every bathroom. <laughs> High five. Uh in every bathroom wow okay that's good listen i had to i had to go into my, the office the other day and i had to poop and i had to poop without a bidet for the first time since quarantine and it was just brutal guys mm-hmm. absolute absolutely terrible it, it's fucking weird the, every time i've had to go down to north carolina i'm like oh this isn't too bad i i'm used to going on trips and then i have to go to the bathroom and it's like but but there's no bidet in this hotel <laughs> Uh, what would be in your unique home, Tim? Also bidets. Also bidets. Uh, and probably like some sort of waterfall shower because that that just mm-hmm. sounds awesome. And I and I think the shower is always my least favorite part of literally anywhere I've ever lived because like the shower sucks. <laughs> I want to be luxurious. Yeah. Pamper me. A full uh, like the, just a jumbo size. That is a nice thing when you get like a you get upgraded at a hotel and suddenly it's like oh my god this is like. I could swim in the shower. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. And at least a three-car uh, three garage because one for each of our cars, one for a motorcycle, but also workshop because yeah. like, I mm-hmm. just need a place to put all my Extra garage space, yeah. Hmm. How about you, Rich? Uh, I, I've thought about this a lot. Uh, I Not only do I want this kind of room, but I want it on top of a hill with windows on each of the cardinal directions so that I could watch a storm come and go as it passes over my house. Okay. Why? I just love watching storms. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, so like, I want to be able to sit in one point of my house and watch the storm come and go over. And then as it's leaving, watch mm-hmm. it go away. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I like that. I, I, my first thought was a basketball court. I had a, I had, I had a hoop, uh, in my house when I lived in Exton for a couple of years, and I, and I really enjoyed it. But I, 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 I can go out and play at, the, play at the gym or play at the Y or something like that if I want to. I've decided if I'm going to have a unique feature, I may as well go hog wild. I want a professional studio. Mm-hmm. I want a full-on nice, like, get the, the full-on, like, the, the soundboard, the, the full setup. I want the mics. I want the interface. I want... The, the eggshell car the the eggshells everywhere I want the soundproofing I want the nice the, like bless you I want the, like the audio technica the headphones I want all that shit uh, I, that that's what I would want the, the the super tricked out like professional studio I want fucking pro tools <laughs> I, want, I, I want that because uh, I because I was te- I was teased with pro tools uh, for a brief period of time when I was in grad school I had access to pro tools Jesus Christ Tim shut up uh, <laughs> so sorry. he's I mean, getting real with us right now and I mean, you just keep interrupting I him. mean bless you sorry uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so I, I want a professional studio uh, for uh, that could bring up for both uh, radio and for uh, some music but also uh, primarily for like doing professional radio shows I would love that that would be the, if we're if we're looking to be more realistic, we'll say basketball hoop. That'd be the nice, the nice realistic feature I would put on my home. Now I'm all about that studio. Like I'm hoping that in the near future my roommates move out so that I can convert one of the rooms into like an office studio type thing. Right. So like if we do have to record Brose virtually again, and or just when we're doing anything, 
I've got that studio soundproofing and everything. I should be abundantly clear. Uh, we, we record this in person. We are in a professional studio here. We're actually recording this at Clear Channel's um, mm-hmm. uh, office in Philly. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I just, yeah, it'd be nice to have one of my own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, makes sense. Tim, what is next? Next question. Are you on TikTok? This is all Tim and Rich. I'm uh, not actually. No, Rich is not on TikTok. I Me and know. Sean are. Yeah, oh, are. I thought, okay, okay, my bad. All right, so you two are on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. All right. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't do any TikToks. No, I made one TikTok and it's of Alice feeding Piper. But I, but I do. I love TikTok. But it had Megan the Stallion in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys like TikTok? Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I got into it. I, I downloaded it kind of, sort of, as a joke, because for the longest time, I was like, Nah, fuck TikTok. I'm not gonna get TikTok. I'm a grumpy old man. TikTok. <laughs> um, TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, when my sister-in-law came down to visit, uh, I ended up downloading it, just kind of see what funny shit is on there. And then at one of the points of us recording, I found out Sean was on TikTok, so I immediately added him. <laughs> and yeah. essentially, he, essentially, anytime I come across a funny comic book-related uh, TikTok or anything like remotely... Uh, Feel like it's mostly comic book stuff mm-hmm. and kind of like gender equality or gender related yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah, a lot of feminist stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just it, I love them and I immediately send it to Sean and that that's kind of what the mix of my TikTok or my for you page is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's either adorable animals, thick talk, which <laughs> I, I, I don't think it needs any excellent. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know where that came from. It just like started at some point and then just hasn't gone away. TikTok is very funny as a name, though. I like <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So animals, TikTok, comic book stuff, just chaos in general, which is just shit that's all over the place. And then just like things about, uh, uh, like being bi, being trans. Like, oh, you think I'm adorable? And then like. A, like guys thinking I'm uh, I'm hot on the street, and then a small gust of wind blows up my skirt, and they go, <laughs> or something along those lines, uh, and that that's pretty much it. And I wouldn't change it for the world, except maybe less TikTok. The TikTok algorithm is stupid good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is incredibly good at figuring out. Like Mary and I all are watching like almost the exact same. TikToks really? because we're because we both have a very similar interests. So Mary, I will hear a TikTok that I've just watched like five minutes later across the room from Mary. Yeah, it's wild. The TikTok algorithm is like too good. Yeah, that's frightening. Martha was... almost always sends me a TikTok that I had already sent her, but she hasn't seen it yet because it's within a couple minutes of each other. <laughs> there's there's a, an episode of Reply All where they talk about the TikTok algorithm and how there's people out there who apparently can't burp and so like somebody found a tiktok about a person who can't burp through the algorithm mostly because that person also did like beauty stuff as well and it was like the craziest thing in the world (laughs) it's the most recent episode of reply it was really good but you do not have tiktok i don't and i i i i'm probably gonna make one soon but like i was I look at TikTok the same way I looked at Vine. I wasn't about Vine when it was out. And, like, I kind of regret that because I love Vines. I love any Vine compilation on YouTube. 
and like initially TikTok was musically, and I was like, it doesn't make sense that it's just lip syncing. I don't get it. So I was just like, screw that. And now it's become more of a bigger Vine digital platform than it was musically. So yeah. I, I'm like getting into it now. I watch a lot of reels on Instagram, which are basically just people's TikToks anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was my initial reaction was like, this is just a bunch of people lip singing the song. So, no. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is absolutely still a thing, but it has become so much mm-hmm. more. And even the use of like the sounds or essentially what they use to lip sync because there's a sound that it's like, here's all the shit you can take. Uh, the, just the skits and the different renditions mm-hmm. and the fads of like what's going around. Like, it, it essentially. Um, the two I keep seeing the most of is either essentially a girl saying, like, my thighs are huge. My boyfriend keeps asking me to sit on his face. And she's like, you'll die. And then it's just like, glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. <laughs> uh, that or, like, somebody, it, it, it's, like, almost pun base, And someone says something like, uh, my sister's pregnant. Oh, my God, congratulations. I know I'm going to be a dad. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> that's the most recent example which i know i think is we horrible. need to talk about what puns are again but, <laughs> but, but, but the song goes back and forth between the two characters air quotes because it's normally the same person with just like a different hat or a wig and the song in the background is like um uh-huh 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 and just going back between the people and it's just like oh no 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 <laughs> I, I i've been seeing a lot of uh they're, the the sounds that they're using is Jeffrey Bezos from Bo Burnham, <laughs> and it's yeah. the glow up. It's like, here's the, they're the person, and they're putting their name instead of Jeffrey Bezos, and it's showing them from where they started and where they are. I'm like, yeah. I like that trend. That's 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 a good trend. Yeah, it is it is cool though. Like with the the sounds, you can like if you hear a sound, you see somebody like lip syncing to it, you can find out where it came from originally, and then see what like what started it and then like what other people are doing and like how creative people are getting with it, mm-hmm. which is cool. I think it's, it is one of the most user-friendly apps that's out there. It's like very easy to pick up and get into, but, but yeah. China it's whatever. It's a time, <laughs> it's a time waster. It's great for when I'm taking a dump. That's just taking a while. Mm-hmm. It just makes my dump take five minutes longer because I, I forgot that I was on TikTok mm-hmm. uh, and I can't feel my feet, but that's, it, it's it's great. It's it's funny content that you won't really find on any other platform. If Vine was still around, it would be the only comparable option. Mm-hmm. But it's still different, kinda. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's people. I I think I, what I like most about it is how creative people get with it. And Absolutely, it's, it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. I also just send Richie a bunch, even though he's not on TikTok. I, and I, I, you're not the only. You, your wife, and uh, another buddy of mine just constantly send me TikToks and. I've loved every single one of them. It's just at this point, like, I'm not creative enough to make something on there, at least not right now, that, like, I don't want to make one because then I'm just going to go down that rabbit hole of, well, can I make something? Can I make a TikTok? Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I'm a lurker. I'll never make an actual TikTok. I just like watching everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I'm a stalker. Creeping. Uh, yeah, TikTok is, like, the... That's, like, the last... Like, that's the last... I know I'm going to need to get one in order to, like, just keep up with trends fads what the freaking zoomers are doing uh 
but I didn't particularly care about Vine back in the day, and so I've just had very little interest in TikTok. Mm-hmm. I TikToks get tweeted onto my like I use Twitter and Facebook are my primary social media platforms, and I see plenty of TikToks that get shared on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, so I'm still like, oh, okay, that's funny, okay, that's cool. Uh, but I've just I don't know, just just it's there's not an itch that needs to be scratched for me yet mm-hmm. uh so we'll see for vine there was only four that i ever even like knew existed on any like mm-hmm. extended period it was the guy who was just like story time uh or like making bad uh yeah that 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 Handsome white devil. I, I, uh, I follow him on Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Thomas. Sanders. This is so, not. This is not fine. But I enjoyed like five second movies back in the day. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, they they made a they made a real movie. Oh, did they? Called uh, Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where's yeah. one and two? It's uh, so good. It's a very good yeah. slasher movie. <laughs> it's yeah. the, the best five second video I ever saw was. Uh, there were two. One was like your son has the gun fi- the virus, and it's like, will he be? It's like, will he be okay? And there's just like a guy like flailing around with a handgun. Is like, actually, I'd be more worried about us. And then, uh, and then the other one was this couple like on the West Coast. It's like, I wish it were colder. And then they get transported to like New York in the the winter. And then from a balcony a mile away, Andrew WK is screaming. He's like, "You wanted this!" <laughs> and that's the whole video. <laughs> <It's> just. <laughs> Just the vision of him, because like the, the video doesn't close in on him immediately, so he just looks like this maniac in a white t-shirt and white pants. And then as you get closer, you see more stains on the white shirt. You! What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all? So, yeah. Sorry, Tim. What's up, though? Uh, yeah, and there was only a couple other ones, but they were all dumb. Mm. Uh, so next question. If one of your parents was the president, what would be their first executive order? If Big Ron was president, the first executive order would be to block out some time to circle back with uh, Congress on a few subjects. <laughs> I think. I think. If, if my mom were president, it would be everyone eats more, and it would just be Italian dinners every night. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to. It's, it's against the law to not make a big Italian spaghetti dinner every mm. night, because everyone needs to eat more. Mm. But then she'll call you out on gaining weight immediately after making that giant Italian dinner. It'd be like the the reverse Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah. I want to amend mine real quick. Big Ron would circle back. Would Black have some time to circle back with Congress on healthcare? It was like the the one political subject my dad is like very passionate about at all times is healthcare, mm-hmm. no matter who's in office. Uh, Tim, uh, mine would be both of my parents would probably be uh, ban- uh, outlawing political correctness. Outlawing political correctness. Yeah. It's just kind of uh, vague law that could get right through Congress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's honestly like the most consistent thing politically that ever comes up. It's just like, oh my God, political correctness has ruined everything. It's like, I mean, there's a, there's there a few, like a couple things that it's like political correctness. I mean, I, kindly shut up. But, largely anything that gets related co- to political correctness is just hey can we not be shitty people now mm-hmm. yeah can, can you not let's respect let's respect people a little bit let people be people and like don't be a douchebag uh so that was the only thing i could come up with hmm. sean what about your folks if your folks were president if i if my mom were president she would probably do something about either guns or republicans and here is why my sister is moving to Korea 
not Tess. Mm. Uh, my sister Gross is moving to Korea. <laughs> gross. Also um, top gross. Yeah, she's going to teach English the subject. So that's super cool. But one of my mom's friends came up to her and asked her, you know, aren't you worried? Your your daughter's going to be in Korea. Like, aren't you worried? She's like, well, she's not going to have to worry about guns or Republicans in Korea. So no, honestly. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and I, I've definitely heard people describe South Korea as kind of like, it's pretty much America outside of America if you're in Seoul, just mm. with Asian characters everywhere. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, so my mom would do something about guns, I guess. Hmm. I think that my mom is probably close to your mom. It would be like guns or Republicans. Um, I think that that's probably what it boils down to. It's just abolish the Republican Party. I think is her, is her stance <laughs> at, this, this. at this point. Yeah. No, I nothing about animal rights. Uh, well, maybe or dog rescue. There would probably yeah there there would be something about dog. That's a good point. It would probably be there would be something regarding animal rights. There would be something about probably some like low level uh, law that makes it easier to adopt like shelter pets uh, or something along those lines. My, we'll go my, with that. my mom would be your mom's running mate pushing for dog adoption. There you like go. Mm. Uh, my dad, he would be unions for all. That would be his mm. his his executive order, unions for all. He's a union man. Tim with a big 100%. deep sigh about unions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love the idea behind unions. Mm-hmm. And there are many, 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 many unions mm-hmm. that have done amazing things for workers' rights. And like, yes, 100% true. But every so often you find an implementation of a union, specifically the place I work currently, mm-hmm. uh, because there's like general unions that maybe don't necessarily specifically work with what industry you're in, but somehow you fall under that category. Mm-hmm. That's just like, essentially, we're paying unions for fuck all. Mm-hmm. We're, we're paying union dues for fuck all. I'm not in the union, so this isn't for me. This is yeah. me talking on behalf of the employees. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the only good thing they got out of the deal hmm. was um, was their health insurance, which is fucking phenomenal. Mm. Everything else related to the job and all the issues of why they like wanted a union, they still get fucked. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I am very interested to see how labor unions handle all the COVID stuff, because in theory... The labor union, if, if you're a member of the union that does not want to get vaccinated, the labor union is supposed to defend you for that. Like the labor union is supposed to protect you from having to get vaccinated. And you're seeing this in, in professional sports leagues as well right now, where uh, and obviously it's, it's a difference between like the NFL Players Association and like a, you know, a, like an electrical contractors union. But I guarantee you that they're going to ask the union to protect them from having to get vaccinated if they don't want to or having to disclose their vaccination status or get tested or something like that. It's going to be the union's job to defend them from that. And it's not going to be a very popular thing for the Mm -hmm. union to have to fight for. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd be I'd be interested to see how that plays out, because then it becomes a uh, it it becomes a your workers rights versus everybody else's right to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, And how they would even affect that or whether it becomes that's the essentially nail in the coffin of get vaccinated, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's get vaccinated or you're going to have to be subjected to incredibly mm-hmm. invasive tests all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, anything Sorry. else on uh, executive orders of our parents? Uh, hmm. My dad would order that he gets a PlayStation 4. <laughs> it's a bit late. We have, we have, we have, well, because it still can't find one. <laughs> it's not anywhere. A four or a five? A four. Well, a four. 
Uh, within like a reasonable price, just a regular S4. Yeah, I mean, give me a hundred bucks, I'll make you one, or I'll fix you one. <laughs> I might have a word with you about that. <laughs> I might, I might just, I might, all my all my dad wants to do is play Madden. Like that's all my dad wants to do. He doesn't care. He doesn't have to be on a PS5. It could just be me and him playing the PS4 Madden for the next like five years until they deactivate that. So what you're saying is I don't even have to do a hard drive upgrade. Let's go. No homie. man, it needs. One game. <laughs> Deal. And then maybe a second game next year if they're still porting it to PS4. Deal. Uh, what's next? All right. Next question is, if you could interview a B-list celebrity and ask them one question, who would you ask and what would you say? It's convenient because now you get to like disparage a celebrity by putting them on B. <laughs> See, I always hated this because like, what's the difference between an A-list actor and a B-list actor? Because I, I always hear the D list. I never hear about the B or the C list. That's because Kathy Griffin made the D list very popular. Correct. <laughs> um, see, that's the problem. Is that like the everyone the, I love is an A list. A lot of a lot of people are A list. So. And also because D list actors wind up in B movies. Like, well, where would you put Bruce Campbell, for example? Because I don't think Bruce Campbell's a B-lister. I would at this say point. he's like a C or a D. Yeah, but he's in like a bunch of B movies. Because B movies kind of a genre of its own yeah, at this point. That's fair. Um, I'm getting I'm getting off the, the the reservation here a bit. So what is the uh, what B-list celebrity would you interview and what would you ask them about? Uh, it would probably be Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Simply, and my question would be like, how much of your bravado and on-screen personality is actually you? And how much is absolute fucking bullshit? Mm -hmm. Because in every movie, he essentially plays the same character. Even when he was on Burn Notice, he played the same fucking character. Mm -hmm. That was perfect for him because it's just Miami. It's like Miami. What, what, was that set in the two thousands or uh, something like that? He's yeah. just you know Miami, like retiree puckster guy. Yeah, yeah. So it it becomes a question of like how much is this, uh, How much of this is that is actually who you are? And how much uh, is this is how you've been typecast and you're really good at playing that same fucking part every single time. That would be interesting. I would be, that'd be fascinating because he's, he's definitely he's like a, an ethos that he gives off. Like, or not definitely. Ethos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rich, who would you interview? I don't know. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think he would be considered a, a, a B-lister. Uh, the, the guy who plays Banner slash the Hulk now. Um, Mark uh, Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Yeah. Mm. I think I, I put him on the A-list. I don't know, man. He's been in a bunch of Marvel movies. <laughs> but he's never been the primary character. He's been a secondary character. And I, that's mm. what I see as B-list is, like, the secondary, the side characters, the secondary characters. Like, he's never, know, <laughs> like, Hulk, there has been a starring Hulk, but that was Edward Norton. Ed Norton. Uh, there hasn't been a starring Hulk since then, and I can't think of any movie he starred in since. The, I think Mark the... Ruffalo has been in other prominent he... stuff. He he also, but fun fact, Mark Ruffalo spoke at my brother's uh, graduation commencement really? at, Duke, at Dickinson. Yeah. Oh wow, big deal. My my mom swoon. <laughs> uh, I I mean he's yeah yeah. Um, but I would just I don't know. I I'd, I'd want to have a conversation with Ruffalo. I think he's an awesome guy. Uh. Maybe ask him if uh, him being bad at spoilers or keeping spoilers in in, in lock and chain is an, a bit, or if he's actually just that bad at keeping secrets. So you wouldn't ask him if you could sit if he considered himself an A lister or a B lister. No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> uh, Sean, who would you interview? Uh, I'd like to interview Michael C. Hall. 
who's okay. the dude from Dexter. Okay. And I would like to ask if any of the stuff that he had to do, like for Dexter, fucked with him. Mm-hmm. Like, because being a serial killer for that many years, and it's coming back, baby. <laughs> it's uh, coming back. <laughs> now I finally have a reason to finish the first show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't have to, but. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna, because I need to find out why you on the run in the middle of fucking nowhere and changed mm-hmm. your name. But but I wonder if any of the stuff like because it's like some pretty heavy stuff that he gets into. If that like if there was anything that like seriously like was hard for him to get into because as an act I don't know as an actor I think it might be difficult to get into that headspace mm-hmm. of a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. How did you become this insane killer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It said be a celebrity, right, Tim? Not necessarily an actor. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, boy, I'd want to, hmm, Bo Burnham we'd consider A-list at this point. At this point, I think. Every time he puts anything out, it's a cultural moment. Yeah, yeah. Because I would ask him a similar question that Tim was asking Bruce Campbell, because he had that, you know, there's, I, I, I would ask him that, but it's neither here nor there, because he's not a B-lister. I, I, it's, it's sort of hard for me to find the defining line between an A-lister and a B-lister. And Andrew WK would be a B-list musician. Damn it, and I would, and I would want to talk to him about a lot of shit. Uh, that's a great one. And that's I, a good example. Yeah. He's such an interesting dude. Mm-hmm. I think I would want to talk to him. Yeah, because... Yeah, I, I don't think I'd ask him. He's so genuine that I wouldn't have the, like, are you putting on a character or are you not? But I just want to talk to him about, like, what his opinion on, like, heavy metal music is. Because he he is such a positive thinker. And, like, like the first his first two albums, he didn't have, like, a minor chord on it. Like, it was all super optimistic stuff. And then, like, recently he's gotten weirder and, like, a little heavier and a little more avant-garde. Uh, but I would be like, how does how do you jive all of this, like death metal that i that i'm sure that you are a fan of like all this real dark heavy metal with your super positive persona like how does how does that flow together like do you get it all out with the negativity or do you get it all out with the darkness or just just i don't know like uh, explain you i guess is the best way i can put it <laughs> yeah what please you, what's going on with you yeah yeah so like what, what's up what's up dude <laughs> so so i googled b-list celebrities just to see what popped up okay and uh there's some on this list that I agree with and some that I'm just like, what the fuck are you on? So top of the list is Gerard Butler. Okay. Uh, mm, okay. I strongly disagree. Dude, he's got the face of an A-lister. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jensen Ackles uh, from okay. uh, Supernatural. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, mm. he just hasn't had that breakout moment of becoming A-list, but like, but he was in Supernatural for 15 years or whatever. And yeah. holy shit, is he entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ansel Elgort, who I don't recognize that face. Chadwick Boseman. Rip. No, 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 no. A B-lister? I, I, yeah. He was I, Jackie Robinson. <laughs> yeah. And fucking T'Challa. And all of the other movies he did while he was dying. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's an absurd. I, like, I, I googled real quick as well. Somebody, I got Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's not a good actor, but he's still A-list. He's an A-list. Simply for his prolific. I don't know if he's A-list anymore. Oh, not anymore. No, I say like, like he was doing like face-off and stuff. Like, I think yeah. he was he was A-list then. Now I, mean, I think you can get away with calling him a B-lister. W- what's the last movie he did? Bangkok Dangerous. 
No, there was a recent one that he just did. Like the knowing. Oh, uh, oh where he did the, the one Chuck where he, the, the Chuck E. Cheese uh, Five Night at Freddy's knockoff. Yeah, yeah, all right. But he doesn't say a <laughs> single word. I literally just watched a YouTube video of just like, how would you survive this movie? And then it goes through the whole synopsis of the movie. And the whole thing is just, he is a essentially a military contractor mm-hmm. who has gone... T- accidentally or not to mm-hmm. this uh killer kids entertainment thing but he doesn't say a single word the entire movie hmm. that is fascinating it's just like why why we don't think you're a good actor just don't talk <laughs> that's how that comes just across act with your face yeah I would also talk to Tatiana Maslany because I, I she's she was an incredible in orphan black playing like yeah. nine different roles but I haven't seen her in anything else yeah. and and I, I just want to see like I, I genuinely want to know, like, have you had trouble getting roles because people, I I don't know why. Like, I don't know why she's had trouble getting other roles because she was great in nine different roles in the same mm-hmm. show. But, yeah. yeah. The, the only other surprise on the list that immediately popped up was Jason Momoa. I just saw one with him on it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, like, I yes, the, like, big comic-ish movies are what he's known for, but he's got a lot of other stuff that he is phenomenal in. There's, like, a... Uh, French and Indian War era movie, uh, mm. show or series that he's in. Mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff. But uh, everything else is like, all right, you got the guy from Prison Break. You got Kit Harington or Jon Snow mm. and like a couple other people from Game of Thrones. Like, it's like half this list is just the people who only exist on Game of Thrones. <laughs> sure. I, I saw one with James McAvoy as a B-list. I'm like, no. No. Uh, no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think when you think a list, it's these are people who like, like Brad Pitt, like people who every single time they're in a movie, it's a big blockbuster movie. Right. Every single Matt time, Matt Damon, yeah, Ben Affleck, James McAvoy has a couple, but and I, I'm nothing but he was against also his... in Wanted, yeah, which was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I think Split is probably his best ability of showing his acting range he has a great range but mm-hmm. just too much all right What's so next? next question <laughs> if your pet could talk what would be his or her catchphrase sean <laughs> oh well you got the most pets i have two pets that's not true <laughs> that's objectively false yeah it's I have not the true same amount of pets as Shh, yeah. cats don't count <laughs> wow <laughs> My my cat's catchphrase based on that would be like, "Hey, fuck you, buddy." <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, they're cats, be... so that is their catchphrase. For your, your cat's catchphrase is <laughs> my cat's catchphrase is just Urkel. Like the little one is just, "Did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. This is such a hard question because Gary would be something along the lines of like, "Are you gonna finish that?" Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. let me just. Let me just yeah. <laughs> let me just finish that for you. Yeah, and then Piper is more of a leave me alone kind of dog. Mm-hmm. So hers would be leave me alone, and Gary's yeah. Gary's honestly would also be leave me alone because they both just don't want Alice <laughs> to touch them. I would see Gary's as goddamn liberals. <laughs> goddamn, li- yeah. goddamn liberals. Yeah. <laughs> reading uh oh, is it like uh, oh god Edward Mallard or whatever? Like the one Republican cartoon that's on there. <laughs> There's like a, there's like a it's like a one panel where like there's like a Republican penguin I can't remember what what it is Edward R Mallard or something I don't know he's just reading that he's reading that every day he's like clowns in Congress <laughs> clowns in Congress yeah Rich. Rich 
Uh, his would be, um, look what I can do. And then not do anything, but you can just hear. Mm. He just farts. I like that one. Chase is such a good boy. He is a good boy, but it's like, hey, Chase. Hi. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Dude, dog farts are the worst. Brutal. Uh, uh, Are there cat farts? Uh, oh, the, the little one farts, yeah. The mm-hmm. uh, little one farts and his breath smells bad. Uh, yeah, so the, the little one who, again, I'm sticking with, did I do that as his catchphrase? Because he's just a little, like, he he, he is a little stinker. And uh, just does bad stuff and knows he's doing bad stuff because he knows it'll get our attention. Uh, the, the big one, uh, so the little one, Jojo, would be, did I do that? And then uh, the little, the big one, Dario, would not say anything. Like, it would just, I mean, it would just be, feed me. So the only time he talks to me is when he wants to be fed. Food. Okay, yeah. thanks. Bye. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Uh, Mallard Fillmore was the name of the comic I was trying to think of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah. Republican-leaning, like, Sunday Funnies cartoon. Like, duck, almost platypus, but mostly duck. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and Tim? I don't have a pet. When you had pets, though, uh, can you think back to what they might have as a catchphrase? I mean, my beagle was absolutely the same as Gary. It's just like, you gonna finish that? <laughs> can, can, can I have it? Can I can can I finish that? I I, I want some. I think uh, it just takes. My pug is or my pug was a psychopath, and like I don't know what the fuck's going on in that little crazy mind. And then my bulldog was just, I'm making adorable love me. <laughs> also, I'm gonna walk into this wall. <laughs> or it's too hot. <laughs> Always. She hated being outside. Mm. All right. So uh, prior to the final question, I did crack o- open this 19 Crimes Cali Rosé uh, with Snoop Dogg's face on it. And uh, it's not great. So I think the the like mm. attractiveness of a typical rosé is that it's very lighter flavors, but also like a lighter mouthfeel. Okay. And this feels like i'm drinking a like a merlot as far as like what my mouth feels but then the flavors are kind of a little darker of a typical rosé so it almost just tastes like a bad juice mm-hmm. <laughs> bad juice like a, a a juice that is like slightly bad it's not completely spoiled but like you should probably just toss that's, it at that's this usually point. the miss with a rosé is like bad juice yeah <laughs> so yeah. uh 10 out of 10, do not recommend. Wow. Oh. Mm, bummer. 8 out of 10. Sorry. It's not a, it's no huevos. You should talk to uh, Post Malone, who made a fucking killer rosé. Which they tried to get me to buy when I bought this. And I was like, I, I'm already spending like $80 on alcohol. This is enough for today. <laughs> uh, do we have any more questions, Tim? Yeah, last question. What unwritten social rule would you make mandatory if you could? Walk on one side of the hallway, man. Mm-hmm. Just pick mm-hmm. one. Just just commit to it. Like it's, it's you've driven a car, correct? Just do that. Do that. Very simple. Yeah, That's I, the most important thing I could think of. My, <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, can you just like not block the entire half of this walkway? Because mm-hmm. I I I've gotten so used to walking fast just because of going to boarding school, short time in between periods, large campus, and I got tiny fucking legs. So I walk fast. Yeah. But if you're like a squad of five and you were blocking 
the entire right half of the hallway in the mall, mm-hmm. kindly go die. Go die! Kindly! Because, like, <laughs> I can't get around you without making a fucking scene. And then at that point, or, or like, being like, hey, can you guys move? Because, holy fuck, are you walking too slow? Then it just becomes like, oh, my God, that fucking angry asshole. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, no, you are the one being inconsiderate to all of the people around you. Go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, never so. walk more than too deep. Yeah. Too deep is about as far as you can get. And, and, and that even depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just that's, come on, man. Just a couple up. You know, this is not, this is not like an album cover. Like, just, just go, go to freaking, uh, just get to the gap and get out and, and do it two across. <laughs> or at least, like, stay in the same part of that aisle. Because then there's definitely times where I've tried to go around people and then, like, meandering to the right and meandering mm-hmm. to the left. Yeah. I hope that picks up as, like, panning on this, but it probably won't. I think yeah. it did. It did a little bit. Yeah. Do it again. No. Now, now I have performance anxiety. Meandering to the left meandering to the right yeah excellent good stuff yay we did it you're welcome tess <laughs> i apologize but also i hope that sounds great <laughs> uh rich new social rules um there should it's like bill be... mars show now huh it's like bill mars show yeah. now yeah new rule there there should catholics be... should be thrown in jail <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> there should be at least a three-foot distance between you and somebody you don't know when you're walking behind them. That's also a good one. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you don't know the person you're behind, at least three feet. At least. Mm. Or buy me dinner first. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to be walking in a crowd and somebody's behind me and they just keep bumping into me every time I have to slow down or stop or whatever. Like, no. Just... just few steps back. Come on now. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Yeah. Just a few steps. Yeah. Just some spatial. Overall, it seems like the rule is just we need a spatial awareness test for people who are in public in any way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yes. So that's the new social rule. It's like, that's what we need is is everybody. <laughs> that's what I want as a, as a libertarian is to have the government come and tell me like, all right, you need a test to go to the store. But I actually think we need it. I think we need it. <laughs> I agree. Get on board. <laughs> Uh, any other social rules you guys come up with? Um, I think if, so if somebody farts, just leave it. That's, should okay. be, it should be a rule that you just fucking leave it. We're all people. It mm-hmm. happens sometimes. Yeah, it's stinky and weird, mm-hmm. but like, just fucking leave it. <laughs> I think most people, I've, I've noticed that like if I smell a fart in a public space, I've noticed that people generally do you leave, leave it. You gotta leave it, but it's so uncomfortable if somebody pipes up yeah. and it's like oh, oh, did, oh god <laughs> or at least like chill the fuck out about it yeah you don't have to make a whole scene just mm-hmm. like dude really yeah, yeah. Ex- and that's it exactly keep it to a bare minimum so yeah so, suddenly he becomes like uh like a law and order a law and order criminal intent like who did that we're gonna figure this out <laughs> where were you on wednesday yeah. <laughs> vincent d'onofrio is coming for you yeah <laughs> That's a friend of the show, uh, David Bennett's favorite character on Law and Order. Hitler, is it really? Is D'Onofrio? Because <laughs> D'Onofrio will will he'll he'll drop what he refers Bennett refers to as the D'Onofrio bomb at the end of the show, where it's just like every loose end gets tied up within two and a half minutes in one like just 
dump of speech. Dude, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio's run on Criminal Intent is probably some of my favorite aspects of all television. <laughs> so I 100% back Bennett on I've only thing. seen like a handful of episodes, but every one it adds up. Because it's like he's always like, just one more thing. And then suddenly, six minutes later, oh, and... Yeah, he's in handcuffs now. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And they and they tr- and they try to uh, recreate it or, or like make lightning strike twice with. Uh... Wow, I'm drawing the blank on his name. I don't watch Law and Order. Or uh, the, I would, Stabler. But I, I don't really watch current Law and Order. Uh, the Fly. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. He's, in, he's on Law and Order. Yeah, he was. Wow. I don't. I'm pretty sure Criminal Tent is no longer a show. But like when Vincent D'Onofrio left the show, they tried to replace him with okay. Jeff Goldblum, and like even brought back uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's partner to work with him, and they tried to go for the same thing, and it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a bummer. Yeah, that's a shame. The one thing that Jeff Goldblum can't do is be, is Vincent, be D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> like it's definitely an acting style that fit mm-hmm. him, and like. All of that fit him. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you already did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not him, so fuck you. Right, right. Uh, any other social rules? All right. I, yeah. I, I, came up, I came up with another one. Okay. It's kind of on the opposite side of Sean's. Huh? If you're at a small venue, uh, like a single, like one or two, like one bathroom per gender, no Duke indoor in the venue. No duking oh, while you're at the concert. That's a hard rule to enforce, man. Sometimes it just you gotta go. Yeah, man. I've I've gone to like where it was like a single stall bathroom, and somebody's in. How we doing tonight, minutes. Philly? You're great. Exactly. <laughs> so, no duking while you're at. If it's if it's only one bathroom, no duking at the single bathroom. Like, uh, there's multiple yeah. bathrooms. Go for it. Yeah, you got to be considerate. Yeah, no. yeah. considerate. Exactly. <laughs> considerate. Yeah. Is that gonna, is that going to be our uh, pun for the next? That's it. We got we got in the episode. It's not going to get any funnier than that. <laughs> considerate. <laughs> so, uh, any takes for this session, gentlemen? I kind I I have a small take. Uh, it's an angry take, but it's really so. Um. So it's interesting. The um the the COVID pandemic. Hold on, let me get my music on. It's very important that I have my music while I give out these very important takes. Uh, yeah. Herb Albert, play us on. Yeah. Tijuana brass has never sounded so good. Um. So the the the, the post pandemic world. We're not even really in the post pandemic world. Thanks Delta. Uh, are is going to present a lot of issues for 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 rights and social liberties and everything like that it's 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 here's all i have to say about this is for the people who i've read stories this week there was a congressman in the united states i think he was from arizona who wore like a gold star david uh to uh protest uh being forced to take vaccines or it was an effort to protest covid19 vaccines they basically saying like this is the equivalent of what nazi germany would do force you to take a drug that you don't want to uh, there were people in Germany who showed up to COVID-19 protests wearing the Gold Star David, uh, pr- protesting, saying, I shouldn't have to wear, I shouldn't have to take the vaccine. This is exactly what would happen in, you know, this country back in the 70s, during, uh, 70 years ago during our worst era. Uh, so my take is, um, just grow up. Just grow up. <laughs> just grow up. It's, it's, this is child's logic. It is a, you are the people who are doing this are behaving like children. The people, there are people in this country and there are people worldwide that cannot get a COVID-19 vaccine 
because they simply can't, or they're they're they have uh, some sort of immunocompromised status where they can't generate the antibodies no matter what, or their country doesn't have access to the vaccine or something like that. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people who are willingly deciding not to get the vaccine uh, because they're because they're children. Because they're behaving like children. You know what? Comparing your current situation and being being forced to take a, a vaccine or being a, not even forced, asked to take a vaccine. Uh, comparing that to Nazi Germany is that's what a child would do. A child would take a historical thing. I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I was listening to the Smiths and they have a song uh, where he has the lyric or Morrissey has the lyric. Now I know how Joan of Arc felt. Uh, when the flames rose to a Roman nose and her Walkman started to melt. And that's the sort of like over-the-top, grandiose historical reference that children enjoyed. <laughs> and it's exactly why people get on board with comparing this to Nazi Germany. I Listen, I am Mr. Civil Liberties here, but I am Mr. Civil Liberties to the extent that your, that your personal liberties are not interfering with other people's right to exercise their own liberties. And that's what the vaccine allows everybody to do, is to do what you want. And... To, to compare your situation to Nazi Germany, to compare it to Hitler, is the most childlike thing you can do. This, additionally, the further proof of this being a, a childlike thing is the, the, the logic that, that goes like this. Well, if, um, if the masks work, we don't need vaccines. If the vaccines work, then we don't need lockdowns. If the lockdowns work, then we don't need masks. But but look, the masks didn't work because COVID's still spreading. The vaccine uh, doesn't work because COVID's still spreading and stuff like that. You know what that is? Children would make that kind of reference. It's, it's like saying, well, you know, if my car is a seatbelt, I don't need brakes. It's got brakes. I don't need the airbag. The point is that all of them have like a 90 to 95% chance of preventing you from flying through the goddamn windshield. And just in case one of those fails, you got the other. And in case that fails, you got the other. It's not like, well, if it doesn't work, then it's, if it doesn't work 100% of the time, then pff, no point in doing anything. It's, it's, the next step is, well, who cares? We're all going to die someday. So I'm not going to get the vaccine. Just you're behaving like children. That is all it is. Grow up. So if, if you want to discuss the merits of taking the vaccine on a medical basis, I think that's a, a healthy way of getting to a comfort level where you will actually get the vaccine and understand why it's important and understand why it's safe. Uh, but uh, until then, if you're just using this, this sort of circular, uh, you know, fallacious logic, then you're a child and grow up. And we're not gonna, I'm going to do exactly what I do to children who are immature. And I'm going to do exactly to, uh, to you what I do to children who make no sense and not listen to you. I, I, I was a little bit rambling. I thought about this take about five days ago, and I was like, I've got like six bullet points I want to hit, and I sort of hit them in a zigzag pattern. But that is my take: is that uh, like ninety-five percent of the COVID nineteen anti-vaxxers are children. I will agree with the intention of your entire take and a lot, a lot of the points. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I disagree with is. The comparison to children, because ch children do dumb things and make dumb conclusions, because mm -hmm. they don't know enough, mm -hmm. because they're fucking kids, mm -hmm. and they just haven't been around enough, mm -hmm. except that we're talking about people who have been around for decades, mm -hmm. some of them decades longer than we've been That's on this planet. Maybe I'm being unfair to children. You're being <laughs> unfair <laughs> to children. That's my only disagreement, mm -hmm. is kids have the legitimate excuse of mm -hmm. ignorance, whereas all of these people are... It's a True. Actually ignorant, mm -hmm. but claiming that they they know better and they know more. Yeah, it's like kindly take your head out of your ass. Yeah, and just fucking suck it up. Yeah, I thought of 
I thought of another one. I thought of another one. Get Herb, get back in here. Uh, so I thought yeah, the other one, the 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 back and forth thing. So the, the other problem is <laughs> thank thank thanks Tijuana Brass. Uh, so the. The other thing is the the flip the, the the perceived flip. And look, the CDC has not done a phenomenal job in communicating throughout the course of this pandemic. I'm, I I understand that, but here's the other part of it that I don't get. We're learning about this 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 virus, and we're learning about this illness in real time, through and through. And so uh, the other complaint I've seen is like, well, what was so they keep flip flopping. First they said don't wear a mask, and then they said wear a mask. And then they said that masks work, but we still got to lock down. And now they said if you get the vaccine, you get to go outside. And now they're saying you got to you gotta put your masks on in public again. There's not consistent messaging. Dude, science changes all the time. You're learning about this in real time. You know what this is? If you're, remember, when, let's go think back to when you were a child, because this is the way you're behaving now. Uh, let's think about when you're 10 years old. Let's say your parents have to take you to the doctor. You hate going to the doctor. And they promise you at the end, well, look, you know, I know it's going to suck going to the doctor, but afterwards we're going to get ice. We're going to get ice cream at Fitzwillie's down the corner. And you're like, yay, ice cream! Fitzwillie's, Fitzwillie's, an actual ice cream place that existed here in Cherry Hill like uh, three years ago and was delicious. But you get to the end of the the doctor's appointment, your parents take you to Fitzwillie's. Turns out they didn't know Fitzwillie's closes at five o'clock on that day. It's six o'clock. Sorry, can't go to Fitzwillie's. Bitching, it would be, it'd be like as if you still held the Fitzwillies thing against your parents three hours later. New information came to light. New shit came to light. And they had to take you to friendlies instead. Infra your, the, the, the treatment changed based on the introduction of new information, which is what's happening now. New information has come to light about the Delta variant, something that could be uh, that could subside and could be a little bit more tapered down if more people got the goddamn vaccine in the first place, less fat hospitalizations. But new information is coming to light. If you want to keep bitching and moaning about how the direction is changing in science because new scientific information, new medical information is coming to light, then again, you're behaving like a child. Yeah. That also kind of comes back to the fact that it's like, here are guidelines for people who followed what we listened ah! to. And then Sorry. the people who didn't follow what they listened to are like, cool, we can do that now, too. Yeah. Mm. Y'all are the ones who are making this fucked up. Yeah. So it's not that the, some of it is like we've learned more scientifically, and mm -hmm. some of it is just y'all who ain't listening continue ain't to not listen and do whatever the fuck you want. And then when you cause the new problem, be like, see, all the shit that they did is useless. It's like, no, you're a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the douchebag that is ruining this for everyone. Yeah. And then pointing at everyone else and be like, ha, see what you did didn't work. Yeah, because of you. You're the half of the boat that's not rowing and going like, we're never going to get there. And then when you don't get there, they're like, see? It's like, maybe if you rowed the goddamn boat, maybe it would yeah. get there. When the left half of the boat, <laughs> sorry, right yeah. half of the boat decides we're not going to row. And then we just keep going in a circle. I'll be I like, feel like see? I've seen that rock before. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was, that was more rambling. Cow. More <laughs> same cow. There's more rambling than I intended no, it to be, but I that is my your, take. Your take was, was is dead on, and I think it's a righteous indignation. It's, I I think we're just seeing the consequence of in real time mm -hmm. watching the scientific method happen, where new information presents itself, mm -hmm. and so you change the guidance based on that new information, mm -hmm. and people are are saying that that's flippy floppy, right? But here's that's not it's it is not it's, yes it is it is consistent. You are following the facts mm -hmm. it's the facts of the matter is right now with mm -hmm. the delta variant we need to be more careful because mm -hmm. for maybe a month that's the other part of this is that like uh scott gottlieb was on tv not too long ago and was like hey we're it seems like we're already past the peak in in the uk and i think italy as well and if we follow that 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 pattern 
we're going to peak here. We might be at the peak for Delta in the United States now. So it's, it's like now we're actually saying two or three weeks and you're like, no, no, never more. I, I have, I'm, I'm, I'll say it straight up. My brother has not been, as far as I know, has not been vaccinated. And I've heard him say things and seen him walking around indoors without a mask, mm-hmm. saying things to his wife. Well, you don't need to wear a mask anymore because we're in a fucking America and screw the rules and no one else is wearing a mask. I'm like, you're not vaccinated. You're part of the fucking problem now, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, it's an either or thing. It's either yeah. be vaccinated or wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. And now it's wear a mask i i, <laughs> I mean like, honestly that's why i was wearing a mask anyways because i don't trust all y'all because mm-hmm. y'all have been fucking this up the whole time anyway i i went and saw black widow in theaters i'm fully vaccinated i i still refuse to take off my mask that entire time if i am indoors in a place that uh, with people i don't know i'm wearing a mask hmm. it's just flat out like I liked not getting the flu for a year and a half as well. So yeah. it's been great not getting sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Like I, I look. When this calms down, I don't want to be wearing a mask most of the time. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm. I am eager to get back to the point where I don't have to wear a mask at the grocery store. I am really eager for that. Like. I, I, if, if people want to wear it, the mask in the store to avoid getting the flu in the future or, or just in case or just, just because, you know, it makes them feel better, fine. Don't care. I, I want to get back to that point, and we can't right now because people are acting like children. <laughs> Grow up! Don't Sorry. be mean to children. Sorry, Tess. I'll, I'll show you where the, the, the peak eliminator is on, <laughs> on Audacity <laughs> after this is done. Uh, uh, any other final thoughts, gents? No. no. Good take. You're good. Good take. Listen to too much of the Smiths. I wrote them into like every conversation. Uh, if you want more, Morris, he's such a shithead. Though. I know he sucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I refer to them as that band with Johnny Marr in it, not the band with Morrissey in it. Because Johnny Marr is my favorite part of the Smiths, not not Morrissey. I actually I did share that with my brother, uh, and he doesn't know. Like he doesn't give a shit about all the public comments Morrissey makes and everything like that. Uh, but I said, oh man, I've been listening to some of the old Smiths albums. He's like, dude, I can't get past his voice. Like, he didn't like it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. Did you hear Coheed's cover of Russian A Push? It's very good. It's, it's so very good. somber. It's, uh, so good. it's, 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 it's a good, it's a very, very good cover. Have you guys heard Shoulders? I have heard Shoulders. Shoulders is so good. Shoulders is a good song, and it is the, 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 my perception of it is it's finally, we know what it's like for Coheed to have written a club for the, uh, a song for the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was my introduction yesterday. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, we'll play it after uh, after the show ends. Okay. Not on this one, because we don't play any licensed music on the show. We copyright strike. Matt, where can they find your uh, strip club music takes? At uh, Smiths underscore Morrissey on Twitter. <laughs> uh, at MKaznel. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. What about you, Tim? You have at- a lot of strip club takes, I know. <laughs> I've never been to one. Neither have at, I. At Tim R. Hansen. Neither have I. Sean, if people want to find out if you've ever been to a strip club, where can they find you? They can find me at Hey, it's SOB. I know the answer. And Rich, <laughs> what about you? At B underscore Walnuts. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. Uh, it is on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you want to email us a question to answer on the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions and lets us know when a member of the show has died. Uh, to Tess Riley, who edits our show. Huge thanks for that. 
uh, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, it's plugs time, everybody. Rich, let's start with you. Uh, come check out my uh, Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash B underscore walnuts, where I play games Monday through Thursday, 7 to 10 o'clock. Uh, and then you can also check out uh, the OneQuest um, uh, podcast network, where I do PodQuest Weekly, Nerdy Talk Show, as well as the eventual tabletop or bonus action at Tabletop Podcast with me and Sean, where we play D&D together. And other people. And other people. It's, just no, you. it's just us two. It's a one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, Sean, where can people see you uh, throw some frisbees? I'm throwing frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere, except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. And Tim, let's uh, let's chat about our friends at the Anchor Persons podcast. Greg and Gene, they're the best. Uh, so if you're a person who hates new shows because like, meh, 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 then this is the perfect show for you by two bros who hate new shows. They're going to give you the fun news that you didn't know you needed. Food crimes, uh, Spanish art restoration, sports that you've never heard of but will thoroughly enjoy what they are and how they're played, uh, which I completely agree with. Uh, I completely a Greg. I completely <laughs> agree. I completely agree with Greg's point that most sports come from, is essentially just like, I bet I can do this better than you. Or like, you won't. And, th- and that's how every sport starts. And then you just start slapping rules on it. And then it becomes an official sport. I love that take. Not bad. Uh, so yeah, great puns, great chemistry, hilarious stories and takes and combinations of stories. Anchor Persons. Anchor Persons, uh, a new show. Anchors weigh you down. Uh, break loose with Anchor Persons. I mean, it's the person-to-person show, but they're at at Anchor Persons on Twitter. Yeah, they're at Anchor Persons. They, yeah, they didn't change the URL. It's still person and person show dot com, I think. So, Probs. So until unless they've changed it at this point in time, uh, in which case, don't listen to us. Just Google Anchor Persons podcast, and you'll find it. Don't listen to me. Find them on Podbean. Podbean. Be. be a Tim. Be a Tim. I'm the Tim, but you can be a Tim. Still one of the greatest coups in podcast history that you got them to name their fan base after you. (laughs) Not even my idea, but I'm all about it. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Mad Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.